This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, June 6th, 2021. Behind the music, blessed assurance. Good morning, Connection Church. Yeah, here, home, wherever you might be. So glad you're with us this morning. Today we begin a new series entitled Behind the Music. We've done this a couple times before. It's a great series. We love doing this. It's a series where we take some of the songs that we sing here in worship, uh, sometimes hymns, sometimes contemporary songs, uh, and we look at where they come from, their biblical connection, and how they connect with us as Christ followers out there in the real world. Today we're going to focus on a hymn maybe some of you, if you've been in church a while, are familiar with, Blessed Assurance. Uh, uh, boy, it's a hymn that's been around a while, an all-time favorite, uh, and uh, uh, and and God, it's, we're going to focus on that, God's promise that this song focuses on. Good yeah. morning, Connection Church. It is such a blessing to be here with you today, both here on location and those of you who are joining us online. My name's Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved <laughs> by the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And I just have to say again, it is so awesome to be able to see your faces Wow. And smiles. Um, yeah, and those of you <laughs> who um, are choosing to leave your mask on, that is awesome. We are, we just want everybody to be comfortable. So And um, safe. Yeah. And safe, absolutely. Boy, what a day yesterday was with all the graduations. Congratulations to all the parents who made it through. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah, it was a big day. Well, let's go ahead and pray. All I right. have an idea. Would you bow your heads, please? Almighty God, we thank you so much for today. What a blessing as we lean into this hymn, Blessed Assurance, but what blessed assurance means in our lives. Thank you for your promise and your presence. And we pray this in your holy name. Everybody agreed and said, Amen. 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 Well, she was born... Frances Jane Crosby on March 24, 1820. An inflammation in her eye when she was just six weeks old resulted in permanent blindness. Chances are good if you've spent any time in church at all, especially a more traditional church, you have heard lyrics of hymns that she has written. If you look in the index of virtually any hymnal, you'll see her name listed with many of the songs. She wrote more than 8,000 hymns, Fanny Crosby did, and gospel songs in her lifetime with more than 100 million printed copies. That's a lot. Wow. Especially when she's back in the 1800s. Yeah. So according to author Robert J. Morgan, Crosby set her own goal, and this was her goal, to win one million people to Christ through her hymns. Wow. And whenever she wrote a hymn, she would pray that it would bring women and men to Christ. She kept careful records of those who reported that they had been touched and affected by it and been saved by the words through her, actually by God 
and God used the hymn for mm. that. In addition, she, was, uh, she wrote poetry, more than 1,000 secular poems, and she had four books of poetry published. Go figure. Two best-selling autobiographies. I guess I need to read that, them. In addition, she co-wrote popular secular songs as well as political and patriotic songs. She's a busy gal. <laughs> she was busy. She was also a teacher. She was a public speaker. She was a committed Christian rescue mission work was her deal. And she died. I mean, look at this. She was born in 1820. She died just shy of her 95th birthday. So she had a really long fruitful life, a life well-lived. So you're probably wondering, why this mini-biography on Fanny Crosby? Well, she's the one who wrote the lyrics of this morning's song. Oh my gosh, you're already getting choked up. It'll be all right. I'll get through <laughs> it. I'm over it. This hymn that we're focusing on this morning, she has, um, story has it that one day Fanny was visiting her friend, a gal named Phoebe Palmer Knapp, K-N-A-P-P. Now, both Fanny and Phoebe, say that five times fast, Fanny and Phoebe, okay, they were members of John Street Methodist Episcopal Church in New York City. Just a side note, Phoebe's mother was Phoebe Palmer. Well, Phoebe Palmer, and this is, in, this is way back before, uh, you know, early 1900s when women positioned in the church, especially Methodist church, certainly wasn't what it was today, but she uh, was a well-known Methodist evangelist and theologian, probably one of the best-known uh, over the years uh, female uh, evangelists going. One of the founders of something called the Holiness Movement within the Methodist that Church. That is my favorite time I remember you, in she history. Did a, Carrie did a report on yeah, her back I in seminary. I turned into Phoebe Palmer and did one of her speeches. And it so her fun. daughter, Phoebe, Phoebe Palmer Knapp, named after her mother, I guess, but Phoebe Palmer, married name Knapp, was a prolific writer of hymnal tunes, uh, you know, the music for the hymns, uh, composing over 500 in her lifetime. So anyway, Fanny was visiting her friend Phoebe as the Knapps were having a large uh, pipe organ installed. They were well-to-do. Her husband was like the president of the Metropolitan Life Insurance Company, so they had a little cash. They were having a large pipe organ installed, but it wasn't quite ready. And so Phoebe sat it to the piano and played this new, new melody she'd just written for Fanny. When, and after playing it, she said to Fanny, she said, what do, what do you think the tune says? Well, Phoebe's blind, so all she can do is hear it. You know, that's her focus. And she replies, blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. So she went on to write three verses and a chorus for this hymn, and it appeared in the July 1873, that's, wow, it's just after the Civil War, isn't it? 1873 issue of Palmer's Guide to Holiness and Revival Miscellany, magazine published by Phoebe's parents, Walter and Phoebe Palmer. It went on, Blessed Assurance, to become and continues to be one of the most beloved hymns of all time. It is a, a beloved hymn. Don't worry, everybody out here. She knows I'm coming for her over here. Miss <laughs> she's Esselade, looking away. She's ignoring she's you, She's pretending Carrie. I'm not coming. 
but we do have this prearranged. So I call, I've known Esteli for four years because her son Carlton and I are brother and sister from different mothers, right? Stand up, Miss Esteli. She, this is very uncomfortable for her. But I've known for her whole, ever since I knew her, what her favorite hymn was. So I called her today, or a couple days ago, and said, Miss Esteli, what's your favorite hymn? She said, Blessed Assurance. I, I said, I knew that. So I want you to sing it, Miss Esseli. I want you to sing it to us. And because she loves Jesus, this is not her, this is God working through her, we're going to ask you to sing. Turn this way so everybody can see you. <laughs> want you to sing the first verse in the chorus of Blessed Assurance. You okay? I'm going to pray for you. So God, I lift Esseli up to you, and I know this is really uncomfortable for her, but she loves to glorify your name, so she is obedient in this. Thank you, Lord. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a fortress of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior. All the day long, this is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Thank you. Thank you. one of the strongest women of faith that I know. I'm glad you get to preach now, not me. Yeah. <laughs> one thing you might not know about Esseli is that um, she was married to a Methodist pastor who died all too early. And um, was part of this, this life and has remained in connected to Jesus. Thank you, Esley. So why is this hymn so popular even today? Why did the songwriters in Charlotte, North Carolina, Elevation, I can't talk yet, Elevation Church, <laughs> uh, which is one of the biggest churches and they produce music like crazy, they they did this song. They revamped it. Revamped it. So we're going to sing that later together, but we're going to go ahead and take a look at the words from the hymn, Blessed Assurance. The first verse, Blessed Assurance, Jesus is mine. Blessed Assurance. Assurance, confidence, or certainty, certainty 
of what is to come. It is a promise. And what kind of promise? One that is blessed. Blessed assurance, holy, sacred, divine, hallowed, sanctified, consecrated. It's this sacred certainty that I know, that I know, that I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that Jesus is mine and that he came for me and he came for you and he died and rose again. And are, we have life here on earth and in heaven. Absolutely. No doubt. I, there are a few things that I would say I, would, I will stand my ground and take a bullet for. That is one of them. Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. Wow. He was, so, he was willing to go to the cross to die for our sin so that we could be forgiven and free and have life here on earth and in heaven all through eternity with God. It's a holy promise. It's a holy promise. And you know, we say this around here, if you were the only one on earth, Jesus would have done it just for you. Jesus is mine. Jesus is yours. And the promise is, one of the promises of this we find in John chapter 5, verse 24 very truly I tell you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be judged, but has crossed over from death to life. Mm, amen that. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Foretaste of glory divine. Foretaste, a sampling of what is to come, our relationship to, with Jesus here on earth gives us a taste, a, a glimpse, a sample of our eternity. A taste of glo God's glory, God's holiness, God's heavenly kingdom. We get glimpses of what is coming. Like in the parables of Jesus, he says, the kingdom of heaven is like. And he gives us exactly a sampling, like a mustard seed that is small but grows really big. It's like a man who sowed all he had to buy uh, uh, to buy uh, a land that held a treasure, purchased a, a pearl with all he had of great value. That's what heaven is like. The list goes on of these parables. A, a foretaste. It's like a trailer for a movie. It's, it's like that little sample you get on a toothpick in the mall, you know, from the Chinese place, right? Yeah. It's like the fudge sample. You get down there on the boardwalk. I don't know down now here. Up, you're up in New Jersey, up in, yeah. uh, up in Ocean City, New Jersey, you get those. Yeah, a little sample to make you want more, right? Just a taste, just a sample, a foretaste of what is to come, what you can expect down the road. Man, after some of the foretaste, can you be, even begin to imagine what glory divine through eternity is going to be. Can we even begin? These foretastes don't even hardly give us the sample, do they? No. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, <clears throat> purchase of God, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. The Apostle Paul shares in Romans chapter 8, verse 17. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, 
if indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. Mm. So we're heirs. Think about if you inherit something from your parents. Well, we inherit something so much better than that. We inherit the salvation that God has given us, purchased for us by the blood of Jesus Christ. And we are not merely flesh and blood. We are not merely flesh and blood, but we are born in God's spirit, of God's spirit. The breath of life, God's breath, blown into us, into our very lungs as God welcomes us into the world. And we're washed. Imagine just, just getting washed. Now, washed in the blood doesn't sound great, but it really is. <laughs> the blood that he gave on the cross, the blood of sacrifice, the perfect sacrifice that pays for your sins and mine. Mm. And then we have the refrain. Why don't we sing it? You, no, you, no, no. Why don't you lead that? This is, say, sing it with this me. This is my story. story. This, this is, is my song. song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is who I am, it's who you are, child of God, saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. This, this is my story, this is your story, it's our song, isn't it? All the day long, all the day long. We're reminded here of Psalm 35, verse 28. My tongue will proclaim your righteousness, your praises, say it with me, all day long. Paul's first letter to the church at Thessalonica, you got to say that carefully, Thessalonica, 1 Thessalonians 5, 16, 18, say it with me, rejoice, rejoice always, always, pray, pray continually, continually, give, give thanks, thanks in all circumstances, circumstances for, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. So back to Fanny's song. Verse 2. Perfect communion, perfect delight, visions of rapture now burst in my sight. Now the version that we're going to sing at the end of the service doesn't have this verse. Gosh, it's such a good verse. Should be in there. We do not want to overlook it. What a picture that Fanny Crosby paints. Perfect communion. Now, we're going to celebrate Holy Communion in a few moments, but perfect communion means being one with God, Father, Son, and Spirit. That oneness, communing, that's relationship perfectly aligned. Can you even imagine? I think we get glimpses of that here on earth. It would be so wonderful, absolutely delightful. Perfect communion, perfect delight. And then visions of rapture. God's allowing us visions. He allowed uh, Fanny to have it in her mind's eye. With intense pleasure, that's rapture, intense pleasure, intense joy, glimpses of heaven. And as she says, these visions have now burst 
on the sight. They've burst on the sight of someone who's been unable to see for virtually her whole life. But she's talking about seeing what God's providing in her mind's eye. God allowing her to see these visions of what is to come. Wow. Angels descending bring from above echoes of mercy, whispers of love. So what do the visions of rapture look like? Angels descending. It reminds us of the dream that Jacob had. We read about him in the Old Testament in Genesis. Dreams of angels descending and ascending, bringing to <clears throat> Jacob a message from God. Remember, we are climbing Jacob's ladder. That's, you know, that. So here we have angels descending, bringing heaven down to earth. Echoes of God's mercy, whispers of God's love. Don't we just want to hear those whispers of God's love? Well, we can. We, we do when we have a relationship with Jesus. Those whispers, I know those whispers carry me through, and I suspect they carry you through as well. Reminders that God is with us, that he holds us in his hands, that he has mercy on us, that he loves us, that Jesus died, was buried, and rose from the dead after three days and ascended into heaven to sit at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. Angels descending bring from above echoes of mercy, whispers of love. And then we have the refrain again. Let's sing it. This is my story. This is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Verse 3, perfect submission, all is at rest. Perfect submission. Sub means under. Come under the will or authority of somebody else. Submission, we don't like a whole lot, do we? That's a tough one, to submit oneself to another. In this case, submitting oneself to Jesus Christ. To come under his authority, to allow him to have control, to guide, to allow Jesus to guide one's life. And when we are perfectly submitted to Jesus, then... What? All is at rest. There's peace. And we have that Old Testament word, shalom, where all is okay. There's calm. There's joy in knowing that one is under the authority of the one who gave his very life that we might have life through eternity. When we're able to perfectly submit ourselves, our lives to Jesus Christ, it takes that uncertainty out of living. It allows us to know that everything's going to be okay. No, ma no matter what, even though the circumstances might look very different than that, we know in the very core of our soul, it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. And all is at rest. So Fanny Crosby was true to her lyrics. She lived the lyrics. Here, here's what she said later in life. It was published somewhere. 
Here, here it, it is. On the screen. It seemed intended by the blessed providence of God that I should be blind all my life. And I thank him for the dispensation. Can you imagine? I thank him for the dispensation. If perfect earthly sight were offered to me tomorrow, I would not accept it. I might not have sung hymns to pray to the praise of God if I had been distracted by the beautiful and interesting things about me. Wow. Whew. So she found that perfect submission, even in her blindness, through her blindness, submitted to Christ, and all was at rest. I and my Savior, uh, perfect submission, all is at rest. I and my Savior am happy and blessed. Watching and waiting, looking above, filled with his goodness, lost in his love. You know, when, when we're in Christ, when I'm in Christ, when you're in Christ, our Savior, we're happy. We're finding blessing as we watch and wait for what God has next for us as we look above. Now, when we're perfectly submitted to Christ, we're filled with his goodness, lost in his love. It's that, it's that sanctification, there's that churchy word again, sanctification that we talked about, I think it was last week, sanctification, that process of getting ever, ever, ever closer to Christ, ever closer to that perfection ever closer to being the person that God had intended when God thought up each of us. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Is that your story? Is that your song? Do you know the promise that Jesus has, has given you? that mercy and grace, the gift of relationship? Do you know him? Do you, have you received that gift of assurance, that blessed assurance that Jesus is truly yours? In my ministry, I've heard people say, well, I think so, or I, I think I'm saved. Blessed assurance is removing the think, but it's the know. I know. I know. And that is possible to know because we place our faith in the one who came to give us this gift of grace and mercy of a relationship that completely changes our life. As I look out, I can see so many of you who have gone through 
lots of really tough things and you've held on tight to the only one we can pray for each other and you know love on each other but there's really only one who can truly get us through that blessed assurance is there for you and because of that we get to give a thank you note to god for the rest of our life and live with gratitude wow thanks for even waking me up this morning thanks that i get to come to church thanks for thanks for my salvation blessed assurance mm. jesus is mine and if you know that blessed assurance you know what we're talking about it uh, that that daily thank you note that's our, you know we give our lives to christ not in hopes of salvation but in response to salvation amen Amen to that. And we say, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, every day, every day of that. But then, you know, if you don't know that blessed assurance, if, 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 if Jesus is not your Savior, I encourage you that today is the day. Why put it off? Why wait? Home, here, wherever. We have back in the prayer corner. Are you, Kevin, right back there? Are you, we'll be glad to pray with you. We haven't used these steps much in the last, what, 14 months? Yeah. Well, we're going to start using them. Just keep a little distance, you know, the social distance thing. Use the steps, get on your knees. This is a day to say, Lord, uh, I need you. I need that blessed assurance. I, uh, uh, my life is uh, mine right now. I need to make it yours. Lord, I I'm a sinner. We always have to admit that we're sinners, right? Because until we do that, we don't need a Savior. <laughs> we're not sinners. We don't need a Savior. But Lord, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. And from what I understand, I can't save myself. And the person sitting next to you can't save you. No matter how much they love you, they can't save you. There's only one can save you, that's Jesus Christ. And the only way that happens is saying, Lord, I know you died for my sins. Please take my life and set me free. That's another whole hymn, isn't it? <laughs> Give me that blessed assurance, Lord. I encourage you, during the communion, during the last song, the steps are open. The prayer corners are open. You can pray right from your seat. Lord, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. I can't save myself. Lord, please come into my life. I'm open. Take my life and let it be ever dedicated to thee, Lord. You're my Savior at home. Same thing. You can sit on the couch or you can kneel next to the couch. You know, the Lord loves it when we're on our knees because that's a sign of submission. That's our vulnerable position on our knees to say, Lord, here I am. Please take me. I am yours. I'm yours. And if you're doing that for the first time, it's your spiritual birthday, but I need to do that every day. So every day, as believers in Jesus, let's rededicate ourselves. So if you choose to come up, just say, I'm rededicating myself every single day. I need you, Lord. So that's the good news. That's the good news of the scripture, of the gospel. Gospel's good news of Jesus Christ. Blessed assurance. Let's live it. And let's believe it. Amen? Amen. Would you pray with us, please? Almighty God, we come before you and we just thank you, Lord, for going the distance for us, for knowing our needs before we ask, for loving us when we're unlovable, for carrying us even when we don't acknowledge you. Lord, thank you. Thank you as we come and celebrate this um, 
sacrament, this time that is holy, holy communion, communion being one with you. And we give this time to you in the name of the Father and the Son and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life he offers.